I don't know what a penalty is. I saw the same referee the day at Dumbarton, no gave Dumbarton a penalty, but gave a penalty here for less. There, that's what I saw. And I'm not shouting these lads, it's just because I'm angry. Because we're getting nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I'm fed up phoning Crawford Allen and being shoved to the side because we're only Hamilton. Hello and welcome back to the What The Fork Happened This Week podcast. As always, it's been a week of football and things have happened with football and we're going to talk about it. Uh, I was going to say we're going to pull it apart, but we're probably not going to do that. We're probably going to just reach the top of the surface. But um, first and foremost, Scott is with us again. Scott, how are you doing? Are you all right? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm good, mate. How was your Easter? Good. I pretty quiet, mate. Just the usual. Some uh, chocolate... Lots of good stories about Scottish football for this week. So uh, we're on to a good one. It was, I don't know, it was like you know, 2,000 years football we talk about Jesus rising again. Folk will talk about that weekend of Scottish football and all the, the mad things that happened. I'm going to start off on a right tangent straight away, right? And Ian's going to like this idea as well. Why, 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 why has nobody ever done a film about when Jesus rises from the dead but he comes back as a zombie? Why has nobody ever done that? <laughs> and a lot of people are like, oh, don't touch Christianity, but Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ. Would there still be cream eggs in that story? Because that's kind of what I'm about. Like, if there's no chocolate eggs, then I'm all down <laughs> that's, for that. That's the true meaning of Easter. Uh, that's, you're right, man. That's what it is about. Like, we guy next door, I got a PlayStation 5 because Jesus is back. That's where we are now. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> It'd be like zombie Jesus coming out of a cream egg. That would be. He didn't roll the stone back. He just burst out the cream egg and he goes, "How do you eat yours?" Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There, Graham. If if you did it with um, you know, obviously you know Jesus rises first, and then there's a zombie army against um, the the Romans. I'd be up for that. Yeah, that would be brilliant. I mean, yeah. what the last supper would be a bit weird though, wouldn't it? <laughs> Graham, can I just say, um, are we actually recording um, the, my podcast? Uh, yeah. We're talking about football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Go pretty much. You, Graham. And uh, next up is Ian from Cold Connections. <laughs> Ian, 47 from Abroad, how are you? <laughs> I'm really well, thanks. Thanks, Graham. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. How was your Easter, all right? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so uh, you know, managed to spend time with um, the their family just in our their sort of bubble. So that was good. Um, the the football has been really good, um, and I've watched lots of really good um, their films as well. So yeah, I was buzzing that you watched American Psycho because I very rarely come across someone who hasn't seen American Psycho before. So when someone's watched American Psycho, I'm like, oh, what's your favourite bit? What was your favourite bit? <laughs> um, I think, yeah, just uh, the 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 um, H- Huey and the oh yeah uh, news bit, yeah, yeah, so, when, so good, yeah, <laughs> he, he 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 just does it so well. Um, I went to see Phil Collins a couple of years ago and had like the bit where he's like, "Do you listen to Phil Collins? Or do you like Phil Collins?" Like. <laughs> when he was playing the songs off it, it brought a whole new meaning. I was just like, every, all these like old people have been dancing. I was sat next to this Norwegian girl who sold me the ticket for like 70 quid, but she'd bought it for like 125 quid. Um, and you got like a free pint with it. Okay. Like, and she was like, no, no, no. You get like, do you want a pint? And I was like, no, no, it's all right. It's like seven quid in here. It's the hydro. And she was like, no, it's free with the ticket. And I like laughed and she was like, no, it's actually free with the ticket. You just take the ticket and you get like a free pint. And apparently it was Phil Collins' idea, but when I was watching him do his Phil Collins songs, I couldn't help but um, envision like things that happen in American Psycho. If you haven't yeah. seen it, I don't want to ruin a spoiler, but um, don't just look at it, eat it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really well, Graham. Thanks. Cheers. Good. good. Nice, nice to hear. Uh, Jack, how are you doing? You all right? I'm all right. I'm just curious to know your favourite Phil Collins song because mine's Easy Lover, but I want to know what yours is. <laughs> it's a studio. 
top songs. I'm all right. Yes, yeah, sorry, you went off on a bit of a tangent there, as we sometimes do, but I'm all right. Yeah, I'm, uh, my, my, my heart rate's kind of come down a little bit, Graham, following the af- this afternoon's match. So I was a little bit nervous. Not very often I get nervous watching Sunday, but I was nervous today. But yeah, I'm all right. I was dead chilled, me. I was like, well, you forget B, it's just what Sunday do. Like- I know, but it's like, <laughs> it's like, Weeks and weeks ago, like no one had any first idea that we were getting the, the, the promotion places. And now it's like typical Sunderland. They've given you like a little flavour of it. They've given mm. you like a little teaser. And now it's like, now you're getting, now you want it. And now if it was taken away, even though we'd probably take playoffs when Dunson came in, we'd be a bit disappointed if that makes sense because they've given you like a taster of it. They've... So I, um, I kind of, Phil Collins, that was it. Um, I'm, <laughs> I really, really like Phil Collins, actually. I've got um, No Jacket Required on vinyl, and I listen to it quite frequently. Um, it's got his big face on the front, and Genesis are touring. And when I seen him, he played um, he played a Genesis song. Oh, what did he play again, man? I can't remember. But it was great, but he couldn't. It was really funny. He came out, and he'd, he planned to do this like final tour, but he, he's had a car accident or something. Like, he, he proper like, hurt his leg and that. He... He was struggling and they reckon they were going to cancel a tour. And that was good because I was like, how oh, am I going to see, probably not going to see Phil Collins again if this one doesn't go ahead. No offence. Was he only singing, Graham? Huh? It was the only singing. Yeah, he was only singing. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, yeah. He's, his son was playing the drums. His mm-hmm. son was playing the drums. Um, and he, so if you've tuned in to listen to not Phil Collins, I'm sorry, by the way, um, you listen to Phil Collins and it's just fine. Um, everyone like who doesn't like Phil Collins like idiots don't like Phil Collins but he he came on stage and he had like a walking stick bless him because I think this accident was really bad and he like sat in a seat to sing the whole way through and he like got down and he got the mic and was, I've never seen like so many 50 60 year old people just rise in unison when he said this he went I'm not going to be able to stand for today because as you know I had quite a bad uh, car accident and to put it quite bluntly, I'm fucked. <laughs> Everyone was just like, yeah. Yes. And he like burst straight into uh do 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 against all odds, that's the one. Um not the Westlife version, he did the Phil Collins. Well, the irony of that is um he is getting on. Um Oh, sorry, Phil. I love you. Um, so, Scott, I'll, I'll come to you first then before we go off on Phil Collins' tangents, which is fine by me, but I think the listeners might get annoyed. Um, goal of the week. I'm going to start off with goal of the week. What is your goal of the week? I'm going to go into the Scottish Cup. <clears throat> Pretty much everything of mine is for Scotland Scottish this Cup. weekend, just because Scotland was like, Fucking mental the weekends. To be fair, with everything that happened. Are you um, in a Hulk Hulkamania t-shirt? I am. Yes, indeed. Yes, Hulkamania. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's also my favourite wrestler. And I wouldn't mind seeing him wrestling Phil Collins. Actually, while we're going off on a bit of a tangent, just to see how that would go. Excellent animal. That'll get edited out, by the way. That, that'll be <laughs> That's not Excellent animal. My goal of the week was, as I say, in the Scottish Cup, uh, and it came from a couple of cracking goals in this game, actually. Uh, Stranraer versus Brora Rangers. So we had Brora Rangers last week, where, or the week before, when they obviously knocked out Harps in the last round. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played Stranraer, which is a, an absolute trek and a half in Brora to Stranraer. But the, the second goal was by a Stranraer player called Thomas Orr. Um, played into him, facing away for the goal, took it in his chest, spun and just volleyed it, dip and volley, top bag. An absolute did, cracker. Did Brora get beat then? They did. That's so pointless. They did get beat. They, you kind of just beat Hearts and just get beat off Stranraer, man. Stranraer, right. they, they did. Uh, they got beat. Uh, so they're playing, Stranraer will be playing the winner of the house, Queen of the South. <laughs> Uh, so it's a guy called Peter Manuel, um, who oh, you've yes. heard of, right? Mm-hmm. So he's actually only from about five miles from where I live. And he, the funny story is, he actually gave, so like my missus, her grandfather owned a pub and he barred Manuel from the pub 
because he was drunk and causing arguments. Manuel gave my so my mother-in-law, he gave her like a coin at this point, right? And then he got arrested. The police came and took the coin away. And apparently the theory is that he gave her the coin and he was coming back for the coin. And when he came back for the coin, her grandfather was going to be the next victim. Um when because he had treated them in that manner, but he got caught before that had happened. But I'm like fascinated by Peter Manuel. I've got a few books about him and stuff like that. So, oh yes. Please they ask now. Peter Manuel, I mean, you, you know, you, I don't even need to think twice about it. Do not, you know? not, not to be confused with Peter Gabriel, who's the drummer in Genesis. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was the singer in Genesis. He's a singer. Right? Singer, He's yeah. He's a singer. Well, there were some crimes committed there as well with some of the tunes. <laughs> no, harsh. <laughs> <laughs> so, that stings that, isn't it, Graham? That stings that, I can tell. It hurt a little bit. Yeah. Um, we know for a fact that this is all going to be edited out, but I'm going <laughs> to leave the bit out when I say it's going to be edited out, just so <laughs> people are like, what the hell were they talking about? Um, but we, some of us study our media, though. Um, so I think for me, goal of the week, I'm biased. I'm dead biased. And anyone who follows me on Twitter can't fail to have seen that Middlesbrough women were back this week, which was great. It was amazing to be back. It's really weird because it's like the league's been cancelled. The cup is still going ahead. If you win, you play the week after. If you don't, you don't play it August. So it's a bit of a weird one, but you can imagine it's like proper like life or death. And 10 minutes from the end, nine minutes from the end, Millie Bell, our left back, banged in a 35, potentially 40 yarder, which has been registered at 71 miles per hour, straight in the top corner. And she got on BBC for it today. Um, which is nice. Thanks, BBC. Didn't credit my footage. That's all right, though, BBC. It's fine. Um, I'll let you away with it because you're promoting something. But Millie Bell, um, I was going to say my pal Millie Bell. Um, I hope she's my pal. Um, with the, with the, technically the winner, we won 3 1, but you know, screamer. I couldn't look anywhere else as biased as it would have been. You literally couldn't look anywhere else. Ian, what is your um, favourite? Phil Collins song. My favourite Phil Collins song. Oh, mm-hmm. um, um, if we can include the Genesis. Yeah, like, we yeah. can include Genesis. That's fine. Uh, I'll allow it. <laughs> and actually, does it have to be one that um, he sings on? <laughs> can it be one that he just plays the drums on? <laughs> now you're really stretching it. <laughs> I think you're pissy. And- <laughs> Which one were you going to choose? Um, well, actually, I, I, I um, really quite like a bit of early bass sort of Genesis. I like a bit of prog rock, so um, I'm going to go for uh, this "Supper's Ready," which is like a a, a whole album side long sort of song. So it's a twenty minute. Um, they had op- uh, opus. Uh, yeah. Do you like a band called Marillion? Yeah, yeah. Hi. So I lived with a mad Marillion fan. He was also a Norwich fan. He followed Norwich because he liked green and yellow. And he, when he was <laughs> nine, he chose a club in the FA Cup. I hope he's listening because I've lost touch with him and love him. I doubt he is. Um, but if he does, Dave Dobby, great name, great housemate. Um, apart from that time when he put Norwich memorabilia all over the bedroom when they beat something, but that's a different story. Um, but when he was like nine or ten or something, he chose a, and this is a class idea, right? And I bet it inspires some people. He chose a team in the FA Cup qualifying rounds at like the very, very first round. He went to that game, and whoever won, he went to the next game, the next round. Whoever won that, he went to the next round until he got all the way at the final. And like he managed to do the whole thing, him and his dad, when he was like nine or ten or something. Got all the way. It was the year Newcastle got to the cup final against Man United and, of course, got beat. Um, and he got a ticket in the Newcastle end, which is a bit of a sad ending, isn't it, to the entire saga? Um, what was your goal of the weekend? Yes. Uh, I do have a, a favourite Phil the Collins moment, which is also one of my favourite George the Harrison um, the moments as well. Go on. So, um, maybe in the late... Uh, the, uh, their sort of 80s or um, their 90s, Phil Collins met George Harrison somewhere, some, you know, sort of awards they sort of do or something like that. And he asked him, he said, I actually 
um, in the 1971, George Harrison was making his um, their sort of album as big. Um, their uh, album, all all things must their pass. So Phil Collins actually comes on, does a um, a one one day their sort of session playing um, their bongos on one of the tracks. Uh, so he so he he, he he does his bit, you know, th- you know, thinks he did you know really well, and then and then he goes off again. Um, when the album comes out and he listens to the song, his um, their bongos aren't, aren't um, the, you know, there, and he was absolutely gutted by it. So anyway, when he met um, their George all those years later, he actually asked him about it, and um, their sort of Har- Harrison goes, "Oh well, that would have been that would have been Phil um, their Spectres." Um, their sort of choice because he uh, did, they produced the album so you know really it was up to him what George Harrison did so Phil Collins went oh no so 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 George Harrison said I tell you what I'll see if I can find you know um, the, the master tapes and I'll find uh, you know the, the bits there that you did and um, so <laughs> so about 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 a week or so later or or sort of two weeks later, Phil Collins gets this um, this sort of package in um, the the post, um, and it and it's a tape, and it's and it, and it's a tape of the song that he um, they worked on, and the the bongos sound absolutely dreadful. He's he's they sound awful. So, so Phil. Collins actually phones George um, they sort of Harrison up and says, yeah, I can see why now, uh, why he either left 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 them off. I'm, I'm there absolutely awful. George Harrison, you know, you know, bursts out 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 there laughing at at their this point because what he'd done the week prior is he'd he'd actually re-recorded some of the bits from that album. And he actually played bongos himself really badly on them. Yeah. And then he sent the tape to Phil Collins. <laughs> was this before or after John Lennon died? Um, I think that would have been after. After. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know why that wasn't important to the story. <laughs> before or after. What was your goal of the week? Um, actually, it was just scored earlier on. Who? Um, by my... By um by a team managed by my um couple ganger their brother yeah haha so it's actually <laughs> um their Lingard's opener for West Ham. Uh, we no longer believe that you are David Moyes. <laughs> we are now of the belief you look more like a dishevelled Alan Hansen in a dressing gown. I'm quite happy with that, to be fair. So yeah. Where where, where is Alan Hansen these days? Hmm. Um, <laughs> Jack, what was your goal of the week? <laughs> Ian's just pinched mine. I was going to go with Jesse Lingard, but um, I'll go with I'll go with Aidan McGeady's free kick today for us. Um, I thought it was quite a crucial time. We were starting to be under the cotch a little bit, and a loss there would have been a bad bad loss, wouldn't it? So I think you need, you're waiting for someone to produce a moment. Up steps Aidan McGeady. Wasn't the best of free kicks. The keeper probably should have had it, but I just thought it was a timing of it. We needed someone to stand up for us. Get us out the hole, we dug ourselves in, and Ed McGeady did that for us today. So I'll go with McGeady. I love him, I lo- and you'll not be listening, but if he, if he was, <laughs> I'm sorry. But I noticed today when he was taking that free kick, he's going a bit bald. He's got a little bald patch. Yeah, he's 35 yesterday, wasn't he? So he's uh, no spring chicken. I'm 35 this year. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've got a very nice hairline. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm very attractive for my age. Um, Don't be long. Well, I hope not. Got plenty of hats. Um, yeah. Scott, what was your uh, what was your moment of actually? What was your Scottish moment of the week? What was it? Let's let let's get as many Scottish moments in here because so many things happened. Man, how long how long have we got? Uh, so the first one I've went for was uh, for Scottish moment was the absolute part of the the Falkirk social media team when they played Celtic the other day. Uh, so I don't know 
for, for the listeners' benefit, Ryan Christie, <laughs> who plays for Celtic. Uh, I mean, I, I really like Ryan Christie. He is a good player. He's a decent player. Um, but he's just, <clears throat> his form's not been great, certainly this last six months or so. And I'm sure any Celtic fans who are listening would, would agree. Um, probably because he's got the Messiah, David Turnbull, and playing next to him, made mother role. But uh, it seems that Ryan Christie... It seemed like he had some sort of amnesia, which made him think that you scored a goal if you hit the roof, rather than put it in between the posts. Because like literally every shot he was in, getting in really good positions. It's in over, doesn't he? I like t- to be fair to him, he-, he scored a few screamers like the first part of the season and maybe last season. I think maybe it was last season, but this season he shouldn't just seems to be wild. So Celtic are playing Falkirk in the Scottish Cup and uh, the Falkirk whoever was that their social media person uh, tweets, long-range shot from Ryan Christie, dot, 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 you know the rest, dot, dot, dot. Literally about three minutes later, so I'm, I wasn't watching the game, I'm just sitting on Twitter, about three minutes later, the next thing that pops up, <clears throat> Falkirk FC, goal, Celtic, Ryan Christie, long-range, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> but what I found funny was, like, see the amount of folk, man. That, like, mental, I, 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 I ranted last week about, like, why do we need to be pals? Why can folk not just have a laugh? Like, ah, for, like Celtic fans tweeting, like, ah, get it up, yeah, that's what you get. Ah, you've made a complete dick of yourself. You're like, mate, they're in League One, and they've got my doppelganger, Connor Salmon, playing up front for them. And you're talking about spending millions on El Yunusi. Do you know, just let... He's also fun. literally done his job. I think I mentioned this on the the podcast Twitter, but I went for the Falkirk job before I started working in my current job. And I think I did well, but the guy beat... Because I remember, what, to be fair, the first mistake was I walked into the room and went, oh, well, my name's Graham Falk, so this one's written in the stars. Um, <laughs> and they were like, sit down. Um, <laughs> no, they were really nice guys, actually. Really, really nice people. Nice club. Um, but then I kind of was like, you always have the thing where like, oh, I can do a better job. I didn't really, but I was like looking at it like, hmm, I'll keep an eye on that. Oh, yeah, he's doing quite well. And then like when that came out, I was like, yeah, he deserved that, actually. He totally deserved that job, especially the way he didn't delete the other tweet. <laughs> but like that, that's what you want. You, you want. He got thousands of likes on that. He's literally probably got his month's worth of likes. Guys in Japan media. buying Falkirk shirts now because they're like, oh, that was funny. They're looking out for them. You know, that's, that's how these things happen. I like, obviously, friend of the pod, their goalkeeper, Robbie Much, is a nice lad as well. Okay. Came on the pod as friend of Carl. Um, oh. Carl, also friend of the pod. Don't know where he is these days. Um, I hope he's all right. He uh, he got Robbie on and he was, a, he was a proper laugh. I didn't really know what to expect. And he was Scottish. It's the best way to put it, Scottish. Um, there's also the seagull moment, which... I had the pleasure of being part of the newsroom that wrote that story. <laughs> and I don't really know too much about it. It was just a case of like, we read the story. Well, I read the story because obviously I didn't write it. Um, on the Edward Evening News. And I was just like, what? So I'll let you explain what the headline was, Scott. Um, and obviously, fantastic piece, as always. Um, but what was the headline? The headline was all I seen, and I was just like, "All right, fair enough." Uh, it was women. It was like man stunned after woman bites off part of his tongue in a frenzied attack, and then a seagull swoops down and eats his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she wasn't just... she she wasn't charged. That's what it was actually. It was woman not charged after biting off man's tongue in brawl. Before seagull swoops down and eats it, <laughs> it was just like the turn of it is just like, poof, 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 like. Do you know what I mean? It's just like I could just imagine like I know that the, the print press is more like a sort of dying art form now, and a lot more people get their stuff online. But can you just imagine like being on the train to work, be like, mm-hmm. Brexit, mm-hmm. independence. Ah, oh, Scotland got another good result again. Ah, oh, there's a guy get his tongue bit off by a woman who didn't get charged, and then a seagull ate it. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that! The vaccines are going well. Like, you just. I, I once had a big argument with the guy just before you crossed the bridge at Sunland. Um, because a seagull swooped down and like pinched his pasty, like a bear his <laughs> pasty, but the guy like swung at the seagull and like caught a clipped it in the side of the head. 
And I just went all like animal rights on him. I would just say, no, what are you doing? What are you doing? You can't punch a seagull. He was like, he's pinching me pasty, man. He's pinching me pasty. And I was like, that's doesn't cool. Like, it just, he wants to eat. But it turns out seagulls are vicious and I should have just let him have a fight with a seagull. But my, my favorite Scottish moment of the week, undoubtedly, I kind of believe that was beaten. But the best thing, Clyde's uh, super, score, super scoreboard, I think it was. I could be wrong, but it's it's always a laugh. It's always quite funny. Um, and <laughs> some guy probably beat the anti-Niemi, he's only 28, call-in, which is brilliant. By, and he was serious. He thought Avril Levine was Craig <laughs> Levine's niece. <laughs> I mean, one's Canadian, one's Scottish. I guess they look kind of similar in a way. But like that would technically mean that if Avril Levine, who was married to Chad Kroger, remember, and Derek Wibley from some 41, if Avril Levine had Scottish blood, that then means that Chad Kroger could feasibly play for Scotland. That's good, Derek Wibley. But then see like if that was true. What's Look that at song? this photograph. It's no. my first for Scotland. No, 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 no. What, what, <laughs> Time what's to qualify for a tournament. What, what's that Avril Lavigne song called? Is it, is it called Complicated? Uh, yes. Like, people would just be like, I can't believe that she wrote a song about her uncle's tactics in the Czech Republic game in the full 6-0. Like, there's, a, there's, a full, there's a full thing there. You have to go and play for holding midfielders. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> So that was that was I think the be- the best Scottish football moment of the week. But was there not more? Like we there was a point when we, you were like, well, we've got this one. I was like, oh, I'm 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 coming back late on Sunday. We'll have to record Monday. Oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. It came in like pops. It was just like I, one after the other. I, I mean, I can give you my 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 hero of the week as as a Scottish moment as well. When it was. Uh, some Motherwell fans who travelled up to for Martin, which is an Aberdeenshire, um, and like if you've seen the ground, it's, it's it's a proper football ground. It's not like a public park or anything, so it's got to be standing proper Highland League ground, and it's got a, a sort of fence, a mesh fence, a solid mesh fence all the way around. The way you so, just said fence there made me remind that 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 rival Scottish video when the guy's trying to put his card to the fence. So that's, that's, not, a bonk. that's not a bonk machine, that's a fence. <laughs> it's not a bonk machine. <laughs> All right. All right, Paul, sorry. <laughs> so, so this guy's are like, uh, they couldn't see in, but there was a porter cabin outside, but there wasn't much room on the porter cabin for their social distancing. So a few well fans uh, climbed up a tree and uh, Devante Cole absolutely leathered the ball towards goal, but completely missed it. And like <laughs> scalped the boy up a tree, just like just rattled him in the face. So you've went through like Motherwell away up to Aberdeen to watch a game against a Highland League team in a park that you can't see into, and then you get knocked out a tree by your own striker. That's <laughs> fair play to these boys, man. Craig Levine wouldn't have had that. Would that um? So did that? Uh, did he get? Was he all right when he got knocked out the tree? Well, I mean, I've not seen anybody like in the paper, like you know, we have just said about that headline, but I've not seen like man dies after size five <laughs> football knocks him out of a tree. So, yeah, I, I don't think it knocked him out of the tree. I think it just hit him in the tree, um, which is is good. But uh, I man, it's just been like a mental weekend up here. Like really, really have mental. You, have you ever, because obviously lockdown has made us have weird habits, but have <laughs> any of you just sat and watched like funny old internet videos? <laughs> it's like, I was watching the one the other night and if anyone hasn't seen it, it's superb. There's like, I think they're rock climbing and there's this, um, this girl that's, she's got um, only one leg, but she's got like a prosthetic leg on and she's rock climbing and it's like amazing. She's doing so, so well. But then, like, the leg becomes disconnected and, like, falls off. And the dad just goes, don't stop because your leg fell off. <laughs> <laughs> and then it becomes, then it becomes, uh, do, 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 do. don't stop because your leg fell off. It's <laughs> so good, man. And then, obviously, there's a, uh, shut up, you specky bastard. 
<laughs> if anyone is bored in lockdown, which probably a lot of people, um, type in just funny Scottish videos, and you will have there's like a nine there's like a nine part series on YouTube. It's that good, and I promise you, every single one of them is absolutely tremendous. Um, I am biased, but there's a reason I love the country. That's not my birth. But anyway, you came here for football, I think. I don't know why, because you don't get it. Um, Ian, what was your... Um, who's your hero of the week, Ian? Who's your hero? Because you normally have good heroes. Uh, yeah, I've got one, yeah. Um, and this one's the local, um, probably for a lot of our their listeners. Um, I've actually gone for Rebecca Welsh. Um, mm-hmm. And she refereed the um, Harrogate versus the Port Vale um, the game. <laughs> Jack, did you take it? Did you took you as a kid twice? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. <laughs> you, need to ch- you need to change the autograph. Stop coming to me first. I do. You need to start coming on earlier. You know what? I don't, well, I tell you, I, I tell you what's there funny because for my goal of the week, I'd actually picked um, the McGeady's free. Free there, right. and then I changed my mind at the last minute. So, um, but I, yeah, just um, to be honest, this should have happened there seasons ago. But um, yeah, I couldn't believe it's so, the. I couldn't believe it was the first one. I thought it would like. I thought it happened because um, I know it happened in Scotland a few years ago. It was uh... um, there was there was another instance back in two thousand and ten where um, Amy Fern. Uh, she took charge of um, the Coventry versus um, their forest, but only because the scheduled referee uh, took um, their not well. Ah, okay. So uh-huh. she had to like, take over. It wasn't like a scheduled thing. Yeah. Because uh-huh. it's been, well, obviously there's a, f- a few female um, like officials and stuff. I mean, Sean Massey's like, I'm not just saying it, she's probably one of the better linesmen, uh, lineswomen, sorry, um, in the game, if I'm honest. I can't remember ever really raging about a decision that she's made, which, to be fair, most other lines people, I, I definitely could. Um, I did have a point there, and now it's gone. And I can't remember what the point was, so I'll swiftly move on. Oh, yes, I remember. So we've got almost half an hour into the podcast, and I cannot believe we've spoken about something twice and not managed, not ma- not message, ah, not mentioned Tunnelgate. <laughs> I'll come to you, Jack. Villain of the week. Oh, well, well, I should have waited. So I'll come to you, Jack, for your villain of the week. Just, <laughs> just, just in case it's. I'm gonna ring the police. I'm gonna ring the police. Yeah, it was actually it was actually Carl Robinson. Um, <laughs> yes. I think No, no, my villain's not Carl Carl uh, um well, Robinson, but it does involve the tunnel gate. I just think that Carl Robinson, he seems to have a whinge every time we play him. Do you know, he's just one of those whingy, moany, you know, managers and like his argument about the second goal, right? If you actually watch it again, their lad. Is all all okay until he realises that, that we have the ball on the attack, and then when he realises we're in a threatening position, if you watch, he starts rolling over like he's being shot. Like I've never seen anything as blatant in my life. And then he's going off. You know what it reminded me of? It just reminded me of like you know when you see like an angry penguin waddling about. That's what it reminded me of. Paul 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 um, Paul Putin. I really called him. Yeah. <laughs> Carl Robinson is an angry penguin. That's what he is. He's just a little fat penguin. He gets mouthy about things and. Yeah, yeah, you know, Sunderland, one of, one of his headbutted me in the end. You're a scout, so you probably headbutt people every weekend, man. <laughs> it was when he was, like, criticising our professionalism, then, like, the video came out of him being, like, calling the, the referee a cunt. And then he wouldn't move, though, Graham, would he? Like, he was like, you need to move. He's like, nah, this is my seat, and I'm staying here. I'm not going from the seat, nah, I, I want to watch the game and stay. It's like, nah, mate, you've been sent off. You need to piss <laughs> off. You can't just sit a few rows further back than you were. That's not that. It was like that's like being sent off on the pitch and then just going, oh, it's all right. I'll just play right back for a bit. No, no, you need to leave. You need to go off. <laughs> it was the steward kicking off. The steward was like, go. You, you need, mate. You need to go. Uh, you you need to go. I, my my villain of the week was was definitely Carl Robinson. I won't drop any names here. Um, but I got a message the next day being like, of someone involved with another League One club that was like. 
Uh, seen Carl Robinson's up his old tricks. He's a fucking cunt. And I sent you the message about him kicking off and that. And I thought, well, if there's other clubs... Um, and annoyingly enough, on the preview show, I was speaking to Cy, one of the nicest guys on the planet um, from the Fence End pod for Oxford. And I was like, oh, Carl, what do you think of Carl Robinson? Because I think he's just, a, he's just a little bit of an irritant. I wish I could like look forward in the future and know what was due to come. Because like... It was funny though. It was funny, like the way Maxi Power did it at the end. And I think people thought it was because of the way the game had went. But like, as he touched on in his post match, like with Max Power, he got loads of stick off them when he got sent off the other year. Right. Like proper hammered him. He was getting like loads of stick. And the red card got rescinded. I think two of his red cards that season got rescinded. Um, I specifically remember the one at Walsall getting rescinded because I gave him pelters for about 20 minutes saying that he'd lost us the game and then watched it back and was like, maybe I was wrong, maybe I was wrong, uh, which I was. Um, I can't even remember what I was doing here. What do we normally ask? Oh, Scott, here's a question. So sticker albums. Um, I was meant to bring up sticker albums. So I love collecting the tournament stickers and I've bought about 100 packs. But what's your best sticker you've got so far in your Euro 2020s? In the Euro 2020, or hundred uh, percent the Germany shiny. Are oh, you a shiny person? See, I'm more about I'm more about the players. Just just the Germany one. Um, I don't know players wise. I don't know. I think we have loads of uh, there seems to be just loads of Danish ones coming up. Like, I don't know why. Like, there's no reason. I've got loads of England ones as well, which is is obviously like a, a kick in the balls to me. Um, oh, Jack Grealish in a swap in like my first couple of packs but then in the same packet right I got Borna Barisic I got um, Seb Larson and Craig Gordon all in one packet now for a Sunderland fan fond of Rangers that's a pretty damn good <clears> packet <throat> that uh, I was quite impressed by that do you guys collect stickers do you, do you like stickers you like stickers Ian you like stickers Jack you don't like stickers. Yeah, uh, it was more of a more of a cards. You know them shootout cards. I used to buy them a bit like. Do you not remember uh, Pokemon cards? They were great. Um, so we will move on. Um, Ian, I have asked you for your hero of the week. I haven't asked you for your villain of the week. It's like skeleton. Skeleton or that? Probably evil, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I think my take on them, their sort of tunnel gate, slight, slightly different. And uh, yeah, so my villain is uh, um, the Carol Louis, the, the Dreyfus for um, not getting um, the, the camera fixed in the, the tunnel, which would have actually um, <laughs> proven that, that Carl Robinson isn't, isn't a complete prick. Um, so <laughs> We know, right? There's a lot of people that said it didn't happen. I would love to, I just want to know who it is, because my money would be on um, the assistant manager, McAllister. I mean, <laughs> if we've got a Glaswegian, just for total stereotype sake, You've got to have him as prime suspect. I mean, it could well, it could be Aidan McGeady if we're going down that route. And I can't imagine Aidan McGeady doing a headbutt. Can you imagine Aidan? Can, does could it be Aidan McGeady? Uh, Possibly. Anyway, it didn't happen, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, well, the police, um, the police didn't come. So we can no. assume that. The funny thing is when you're talking about like um, media law, we did discuss that. <laughs> during that happening because he said someone had like headbutt it's like Scott introducing us to someone my mom's here to tell us how to subscribe I went to like a really like a moment where I was like is that his ma or his girlfriend because I don't want to get this wrong <laughs> <laughs> she'd never even told us how to subscribe unfortunately so <laughs> now people will not know how to subscribe um, we need to bring that back at the end I got wrong for not including Ask You More last week um, on the subject of villains Ian I didn't ask you about your Easter that much we talked about zombie Jesus but did you get how old do you have to be before you stop getting Easter eggs bought for you 
Um, well, um, at the moment, 47, because um, cause my wife did buy me an Easter egg, so... Uh... <laughs> she, bought, she, bought, she bought a chocolate one. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Do they get fancier when you get older? Like, do you get, like, lint chocolate as opposed to just Smarties? <laughs> no, 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 no. So what So what happens is that, is that you go to the supermarket on 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 a Friday or a their sort of Saturday, and they they basically send you <laughs> at the super uh, at 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 the eggs, and it's you know two for three, whichever's um, their sort of cheapest, and she goes right. There's one for our um, their children, so that's their sort of two. And then getting expensive to be fair. They are getting expensive. I went to Asda and it was like two for seven quid. That's expensive, that. Mm. Is it just me? Is that cheap? It depends how big the egg is and, you know, on, you know how many bars of, of what you get. Was. So I, I picked the Mars bar one. It's a reasonable sized egg with actual two full-size Mars bars, which you don't really get these days. So and they're I, about a quid each, to be fair. About <laughs> quid each. They had an Oreo one the other day, but I got a Toffee Crisp, Toffee Crisp one. It's quite nice. I think Toffee Crisp was a pretty decent shout. And I actually got um, an orange Smarty Buttons one. And unfortunately, I ate half of it today. She'll not know because she doesn't listen to the podcast now. <laughs> um, and I was going to go well, buy a replacement. It's not there, Graham. Well, I was going to go buy a replacement. I'm going to say the cat ate it. Um, but I was going to buy... because no, that's like a massive day vet bill if you let your cat eat um, the, the chocolate. I see he was sick on it. And we had to check it out. <laughs> Say Tom Sprogan ate it. He's Moz Greek for his stuff. <laughs> How many scones does your granny need? There's a big woman. Easter egg eater, yes, she was. But I, I couldn't find... Any of the there's no Easter eggs in, in Asda. I went to Asda for Easter eggs and then I went to Tesco for Easter eggs and they've got none. They've got like refresher bars in a big tub, but that's not going to do it because it needs to be a chocolate egg. Um, this week, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I came determined to go off tangent and I, I feel like I've achieved my role today. Um, my hero of the week. Um, Friend of the pod, I'm, this is off the cuff, Rosie Todd. So Rosie is probably my best pal at Borough, and I haven't seen Rosie for thousands of years. Um, and she was mint, and she saved loads of goals, um, apart from one, which obviously went in, and it was nice to see her. So she's my hero of the week, because it was nice to get back to football, and that's what matters most. Yeah, <clears throat> here we go. Here's a nice there, Scottish moment. So, so yeah, you're absolutely right. So the, the grassroots did get back. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I can't remember where it was from. It was from some, it was either from a Scottish club or, or, or one of those, you know, training centre type, type of their things. And it was like, um, they're a group of under, you know, 12s or whatever. Uh, and, and it was like, oh, oh yeah, they're back out on, on um, you know, they're the, the pitch. You know, they're the, the, the training pitch. Uh, and it was it was actually just the Bairns, um, they're running. They, there was no sign of a football <laughs> in, in the video. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's a Scottish football for you. <laughs> My favourite Scottish football moment ever will still be the, the VO cam following the baldy head. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. Um, my moment of the week. Probably just getting back to <clears throat> grassroots football. I think I've made it quite clear through my... We've not gone serious this week yet, but here we go. Um, I think I've made it quite obvious online and stuff like that, that I think grassroots football has been a bit put in the shade, especially like women's grassroots football it's the second season that's been null and voided and I mean it, it's me speaking here it's not Middlesbrough women or anyone like that it's, it's literally me speaking my own personal opinion I just feel like there hasn't been a great deal of help or care and I'm sure there could be 
people that could maybe show me facts or figures for why that wasn't the case. But I just felt like even the elite women's football, um, like the, the Scottish women's premiership was suspended. And you're talking like professional teams there as well. Um, and they only just came back this week after being sort of banned since mid-December, basically. Um, and I, I, I just don't like it. So for me, moment of the week was getting back. Um, and it's, it's mad as much as it's frustrating me that the league's been cancelled. It's crazy having a kind of game where if you win, you play next week. If you don't, you don't play for like four months again after you've just came back. It's like proper life or death situation, which I quite like actually in a roundabout way. Um, that doesn't mean null and void next season if you are listening, FA. Um, but yeah, my moment of the week was just getting back to footy. Um, Scott, you've had many moments. You've had your hero, your villain, your goal. Ian, you've had your goal, your hero, your villain. Jack, I feel like I've missed something off for you. What have we missed? Um, I haven't done me. I don't think I've done me hero or me moment. Um, oh, go for hero. Yeah. My my. Are we getting glazier by any chance? It, it's not, but that's it's weird that you said that because it is a Spanish bloke. Ooh. Um, it's quite weird that yeah. Um, it's the Real Sociedad manager Emmanuel Alguacil. I'm not Seen sure this. if I've pronounced it right or not. You you know what I'm talking about, but for Seen those this. that don't. Um, for the first time in 34 years, they've won a trophy. They've won the Copa del Rey by beating Athletic Bilbao. And basically, he's just done a video whereby he's like full on passionate with a shirt, with a scarf, and he's just giving it like full on, yes, down the, down the, like, down the camera, looking like a prop, prop Stuart Pierce. You know, when Pierce scored the penalty against Spain at the Euros, <laughs> full on like eyeballs, like, come on, like just celebrating. I'm all about that passion. I thought that was minter. Did you see the Bilbao manager as well? I didn't Same know. Same game. So the Bilbao, I thought you were going to see the Bilbao manager. Um, but the Bilbao, like when all the rest of the squad, you know, rightly so, were peed off that they got beat. They all went into like the dressing room and stuff. But the Bilbao manager stayed out the whole way through the whole presentation and clapped them the whole way through and like give them like a round of applause, like on his own, which I was just like, don't get me wrong, I like a bit of so loser like either side, I like a bit of passion when you're just like, nah, I'm not happy to get beat. But like, yeah. I think when it comes to probably the year that it's been with football and stuff like that as well, I think that probably adds to it as well. It was just quite nice to see, but I didn't actually see the Sociedad manager. So I, I forgot to mention as well, the, the most crucial part of it, he wasn't just giving it full on passion down the, down the camera. He was actually singing. He was singing the Sociedad song. And I just got like visions of like Lee Johnson after we won at Wembley, after we won at the Peter Cup, just drunkenly belting out like, Wise man, <laughs> <laughs> just like stood there on his own, and maybe like his tap off, you know, and just like singing there, like with the Sunland scarf. I've got hard visions of that. Have I ever seen a Sunland player or a Sunland manager sing a Sunland song? Um, I don't think I have. I'd quite like to see Steve Howie see Steve Howie sing Lee Howie Lee Howie Lee Howie. I'd quite like to see Steve how we do it. Yeah, I'll be up for that. Because, yeah, I'd be happy with that. I think maybe Simon Ramson is technically a Sunderland player. I've seen Simon Ramson sing many songs about Sunderland. It says he's out. Did anyone see his photo for the cup final? I think it was. He didn't he just... That was, it was yeah, it wasn't just yeah, his tezzies right. that he had out. Yeah, he had his uh, he went for the red hot chili peppers look with the, the sock over the the sausage. Um over the sausage, over little Simon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> over over you Frank. Know. Frank. Over Frank. Is that what he calls? I see you know him that well, do you agree? It's when he get it's when he gets drunk. He, oh, calls, right. he says Frank the tank comes out. Frank the tank. And um my uh my moment of the week was actually from um, from um, from the, the women's game, Graham. You might have seen this when Brighton Ooh. versus Man United. Yes. The game was stopped by a load of geese. Geese just came on the pitch. I just thought that was that was magnificent. Like, you know, geese on, in a football pitch, you know, just randomly tracking along in the middle of the match. And Stewart was kind of like chubby bloke trying to like herd these geese off to the side of the pitch. It was like someone, something like off a Benny Hill sketch, you know, when you say like Benny Hill chasing around. That sort of became a bit like, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, mine is a bit of that. I thought that was quite funny. So yeah, there's uh, my moment in hero. For the, for the record, Ian's done it again. He's wandered off. I don't know where he's gone. He does this often. He does this often where he just disappears, which is great timing because we've run out of topics to discuss. So he's just decided to swan off. Ian, let's take a guess at where Ian is. I'm going to say he's gone for a pee. Turn the telly off. I reckon he's doing something with his cat. No, no, not in the <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean it like that. I just spent like feeding him or something. <laughs> We need to, we need to, That's uh, not going in. We, we need to mention one more Scottish moment of the week because this what? is a, a, another highlight. What is it? Uh, Brian Rice, the Aki's manager. Oh my God, you see that? Going absolutely fucking tonto. Um, I'm fucking, it's because fucking out. Fucking out. We're fucking out. And you'll not fucking write that, will you? Sorry, sorry for swearing, but you'll not fucking write it, will you? And he was going. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure you lads. I'm just. I'm just angry. I'm just fucking, angry. Fucking Crawford Allen. Fucking three times I've phoned them up. None. Not a fucking thing. <laughs> what is he so raging about? Like, I, I think he's just. Uh, Didn't they get battered off St. Moon? Uh, they get done three nothing, but three uh, nothing, three one, three nothing. I think it was. Did you see the fo- Did you see the photo of Ben interviewing him? <laughs> I just at the top of the stairs, his mask on. <laughs> just like, oh shit, what have I got myself into? Shit. <laughs> uh, but he's, uh, nah, he's, um, <laughs> you know, they're playing Mullerwell a week on Wednesday, so they'll get their three points then because they've already beat us three times out of three this season. But you know, see the thing about it is. Everybody's like, oh, he was going mental, this, that, and the next thing. I think there's method in the madness because Jim Goodwin done something similar a few weeks ago about St. Mirren not getting penalties. And then what happened? Got a penalty. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's a wee bit of mind game going on there. Penalty uh, to Rangers. Right, maybe. Uh, probably would be. <laughs> penalty to Rangers. Love it. Ian, where did you go? Ah, uh, well... You'll, um, Do you go for shit? Ask uh, Carl Robinson about that one, I'm afraid. So, <laughs> did he go for a turd? He shit to anyone. He went for a shot. He went for a shot. He's going off for a Mr. Blobby. He's away for a Joby. <laughs> Sorry, lads. Uh, I was late back there because I was just uh, just doing a jobby and uh, <laughs> it was sticking out a wee bit. So, you know, I had to squeeze to be back in time for the second half. <laughs> oh, for the record, Bobby is doing um, Pilates classes. Pilates, I'm, uh, I'm going to leave it on that. Um, you can subscribe if you don't know how to. What do you need to do, Scott? Just uh, ask your, your mo. And if you tried to do earlier. And if you're bored and you've got nothing else to do, what should you sign up to? Bobby's. Bobby's Pilates class. Exactly, yes. And that's it. Thanks for joining, lads. Cheers. Cheers, lads.